This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hello. That was my scary. Good. That was way scarier than mine. You're welcome. Hello. <laughs> Kyle has decided, like, he hates it whenever Ellis whispers. Like, he thinks kids whispering is the, like, scariest thing it in the whole scary. world. And Ellis, like, always, whenever I was holding him the other day, he had gotten shots and he was, like, very sad and he needed me to hold him. And we were, like, cuddling and he just looks at me and goes, Mama. <laughs> Mommy. My mama. <laughs> Which was adorable to you. And Kyle's like, I'm terrified. No, I told him, I was like, you he, he would have been petrified because my eyes were closed. And so he didn't want to wake me up. But he was like, I need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Ooh. Yes. Well, this is a special episode of Yep, I Did That. Yes, it is. It's our Halloween episode. Ooh. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. That's a very good ghost. Sound. I'm really trying to be a voice actor. So um I realized after last week. This is going my, in the real. My actor. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be on the camera, but I could definitely maybe be a voice. <laughs> you could. Uh before we get into scary stories, I don't remember. There's like a new senator, someone running. Gosh, I wish I was cultured enough to know. I've been listening to talk radio a lot. Uh-huh. Um because I don't know anything unless I do something like that. That's um, how I live. My and they were playing this clip of I'm guessing she's a new, like, Democratic darling. Uh-huh. Um, and they were talking about how she sounds so unqualified and um, just, like, great for a 20-year-old bartender, but not for a senator. And they played this clip of her talking. And she's like, yeah, like, I mean, you know. And she's talking like that. And I was like, <laughs> she sounds like she could be on our podcast. And I was like, we're not 20-year-old bartenders. I guess we're not running for the Senate. We're either. also not running for the Senate. But I feel like that's a, just another example of like, who cares? Who cares? It was if so she has funny. good policy. I was like, <laughs> she was, she, one, she sounded just like us. And two, I thought she sounded cool. I think that she's just the product of the 90s. Yeah. They were like, we don't need a Valley Girl Senator. And I was all, maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe that's what's wrong with your jacked up agenda. (laughs) You need more Valley Girls. Yes. That's about to be what they've got. They've got 90s babies. (laughs) Yes. All of us are getting to be the age where we're going to start being the next. Yes. I would say late 20s, early 30s to mid 30s. We're basically at the age where you start running for political office if that's your goal in yeah. life jonna harris 2020 for what what yep. are we gonna vote on you for yep party yep party <laughs> yep party leader um she's running for um, the yep club yeah and my biggest thing is just to stop the gmo monsanto situation <laughs> that's my ticket my that's big your ticket. ticket item i wish that there was like a person that would be running that's just like i my whole agenda is just for food. our food that's me. I know. I would vote for you. You could be in my cabinet. Thanks. Okay. I appreciate well, that. That's actually terrifying. So that fits into this. Yes, it is. <laughs> that fits perfectly into this episode. Oh, yes. Today, we have decided to do scary stories. Yes. Basically, John is going to tell me scary stories because I believe that nothing exists. Yeah. Anytime I've ever tried to talk about scary stories, Amanda's just like, stop, stop, stop. Turn it off. Nope. Doesn't <laughs> exist. You're a liar. And I can't believe this exists. But like last week, we 
Amanda said that she's using CBD oil, so yes. I decided she can handle it now. She can handle it now. <laughs> if she gets anxious, she should just go Take get a dropper. another dropper. <laughs> <laughs> it is like pretty funny that we decided to do this while Kyle is out of town and mm-hmm. I'm going to be... Well, thankfully, my friend um, from Lubbock is staying here. is staying with me. And then other people are coming to stay too, so I'm never going to be alone. So actually, it is appropriate. Perfect. They can scare the scary things away. Yeah. You sleep with a TV on at night, right? I sleep with it to fall asleep, and then I have a timer because I don't sleep well with it well, on. I'm guessing you're going to keep it on all night tonight. <laughs> I have dogs that, like, jump and bark at everything. You're you're good. Well, one's not. What are you going to do if it just jumps thing. up and barks at nothing tonight? Topanga does it all the time, so. What if it's ghosts? <laughs> it could be, you know, but maybe she's become friends with them because sometimes she doesn't. Yeah, maybe. I mean, let's start off by saying I don't actually know if I believe in ghosts. Yeah. I believe in spirits. Yes. But not ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably my yellowish. It's that yellow color that's just like orbiting around you. It is. I'm intuitive about you it. You are intuitive about it. <laughs> and my... <laughs> Blue is basically just a non-believer, I think. <laughs> yeah, she never actually said that. What did she say blue was? I don't remember. I don't think she I said... I feel like she said, like, caring or compassionate or something like that. <laughs> nice. Maybe that's just what I want to be. So <laughs> I'm pretty I'm sure just she projecting. just said the best. I'm pretty sure she said, like, the most perfect human. Yeah. Today, so. I had a picnic at uh, my son's preschool, and this little girl, I'm obsessed with her. She walks up and she just sits down with like all the adults and she just goes, I'm so funny. And I just like, that sounds like something that for sure would come out of me and Amanda's mouth. It for sure has come That's out That's exactly. Of... She just goes, I'm so funny. <laughs> it was great. She's our people. I know. We should have her on the podcast. <laughs> we should. She's amazing. We absolutely should. Um, let's start out with, have you ever experienced anything that you can't explain or that's scary or do you know of someone who has the only thing that comes to mind that I like not me and I don't know if it's just that I've warded off anything like I used to have like bad dreams and stuff but mm-hmm. I don't think I was ever like actually seeing anything um my sister told me that my nephew Kale like two years ago I think so maybe whenever he was like three she always, we always talk about my grandmother and she passed away in 2010. Mm-hmm. And um, so like there's pictures of her everywhere in all of our houses. And so he's always known about his like great grandma. And he basically came to her one day and was like talking about her. And she was like, why are you talking about her? And he was like, well, I saw her last night and I think I'm going to go with her. Uh, and Mary was, Mary was like, what? Do not go <laughs> anywhere with her. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go be with my great grandma. Uh, and I was like, first of all, if I know Mary Evelyn Cosmore, she for sure is not like hanging out with Kale. <laughs> I think Mary <laughs> Evelyn would be <laughs> like doing a polka in West Texas, like do it, live in her best life. Um, if she was a spirit coming back. Yeah. But it freaked Mary out like hardcore. That would freak me out super bad. Uh, yeah. So, Zach, if you are listening, Kale has thought he has seen grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach probably is listening. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe um, their son is next. I could see him. Maybe. 
if Emery sees her, then maybe she Mary is Evelyn out with is with Mary. <laughs> yeah. Or Ellis. Oh, Ellis could. Who knows? Yeah. Ellis never acts like he sees anything right now. I don't like he's think just Diedrich like, acts like that. I just actively try not to let him even think about it. <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm going to for sure do all the time. Because that is like, even whenever we talked about like tarot with mm-hmm. uh, Caitlin or even the saging and stuff that like the smudging that I've done, it's a protective barrier for myself where I'm like, I'll talk about it. But there's a level that like, I can't believe that anything is true mm-hmm. because it allows me to feel vulnerable. Tarot freaks me out. Freaks me out. I think it's something I don't want to mess with. Yeah. Saging. The only reason I could see doing it for me would be like, that might smell good, but not because I believe that it's helping with spirits. Yeah. I'm very much in the camp of believing that like my, like Jesus is the only thing that's helping with the spirits. Um, But to each their own. Some people don't believe that. Exactly. I personally believe that's the only thing. (laughs) And we're about to talk about a lot of the people that don't. Or, yeah. Or Or that do and are able to like. Or just me. Or just you. I have lots of scary stories. You have lots of scary stories and I'm really prepared to be scared. Probably because I'm yellow, like we said. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with me. I'll start with me. I think you should definitely. My scary stories. So, um, I don't think Amanda's heard these before. I haven't. When I was in high school, I was super... So, I will not watch a scary movie anymore. Like, zero scary Mm -hmm. movies. They're not allowed in my home. Nothing. And I'll tell you why. So, when I was in high school, I was obsessed with them. Obsessed with ghosts. Like, all the ghost hunters, all of those shows, Mm -hmm. everything. I watched it all. Fascinated by it. Because, like I said, I don't believe in ghosts. Like, I believe that we do have, like, a final destination. And that you go there. Now I've become to I've come to wonder whether or not like the gray, there is gray area to the fact that like could this be like hell yeah. to be stuck yes. staring at this world as a spirit <laughs> like if you having to watch oh. America right now or watch the world America and be like I want to help and it's all just but I can't down. that sounds like hell to me um, so I was like really looking into it reading I would watch scary movies just like what the heck is it because it. I do feel like we're seeing something Yeah, like there's too many things that people say happens that is so similar, but they're so different. Like why would someone make it up to me? Yeah. So I was really into it. Um, and one night I was falling asleep on the phone with my high school boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Did you used to do that ever? Yes. We would like fall asleep on the phone. Now I'm like, we're all getting brain cancer. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'd fall well, asleep. I was on a landline. Oh, I had a cell phone. I had a cell phone whenever I was 15, but I don't think I was talking on it all like the time. Uh huh. Yeah, we were. But Maybe. Who knows? I was four years behind you. Yeah. College, I might have been doing so that. So, like, think about four years after 15. So, you were 19? Yeah. That's what I was with mine. So, I was in college. So, I think I was 16 at this time. Um, I'm falling asleep on the phone with my boyfriend. I'm almost asleep. Now, this has like a scientific reason it happens, which would be really interesting for us to talk about for an episode one day, maybe. But have you heard of sleep paralysis? Uh, yes. Okay. So I was like laying on my side, whether or not it was sleep paralysis or spiritual, I still believe it's spiritual to this day. Have you heard the story? Yes. Okay. She's like looking all freaked out. But I'm laying on my side and it all of a sudden I was like, my boyfriend's on the phone 
if I open my eyes right now, I know I'm going to see something. Like I could feel a presence in the room. It felt very dark, like something uh-huh. evil is in our room, my room right now. And then all of a sudden it felt like someone like laid a lead blanket on top of me, which is supposedly sleep paralysis. I was like in the fetal position in the twilight before you fall asleep, couldn't move. I was like, what the crap do you say? What do you say? Like, what does the Bible say to say? Yes. <laughs> and so all I could remember was like, like evil, like fleas just at the name of Jesus. Yeah. So I was like trying to say Jesus, but my mouth was like glued shut, like lead. So I was going <laughs> like that. Literally, this was happening. And I finally was like, like broke out of it. I was like, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And I looked down at my phone and my boyfriend's calling me. We fell asleep with the phone uh-huh. on. And he's like, what the heck just happened? The phone like crackled really bad and then shut off. The line like cut off and it woke him up, the phone crackling. So I flip all the lights on, freaked out. I was actually scared of the dark until I got married. I was scared of the dark. (laughs) Yeah. So I told my mom what happened and she actually had, she's like, it sounds really spiritual. And she told me this story about this little like alien looking dude that she saw once that she like 100% believes is like a demon uh-huh. that she was like walking past it and it was behind a dumpster and it was just pointing at her and laughing at her. And Aaron, I told him that story when we got married and his mom had the same exact thing, explained it the same way my mom explained the thing she saw. She called it the alien that sits on her window and it would sit and like watch her at night. And I told my best friend this. And she started bawling hysterically and said that she had experienced the same exact thing that both our moms did in her room and that she would hear like a voice calling out at her from like a far distance at night. Dun, dun, dun. I dislike that all. Yeah. Mainly my first reaction is, um, is something is wrong with Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, his mom was in Pittsburgh and my mom was in Colorado at the time. Um, something is wrong with those states. <laughs> yes. Okay. Every That's state crazy. except for... Except yeah. for New Mexico. <laughs> which probably has which, way scary stuff like oh, skinwalkers and I was going to say, there's so many like scary stories that we used to always talk about where it was about that. Where like people would be mm-hmm. driving and they would drive past someone like on the side of the road and then all of a sudden, like, it would be an animal. Like, they would see the guy start running towards them, and then it would turn into an animal, just, like, chasing them. There's stories from, like, people that live in other countries mm-hmm. where they have stories just like that, yeah. where, like, it'll be footprints, and then all of a sudden it's just, like, faw, pr- faw pa- prints. Faw pa- prints. Paw prints. Yeah. Um, freaky. So I decided in my life that I had opened a door to inviting in like evil spiritual stuff because like me being so curious about it was like saying like i'm okay with you come hang out with me totally um so i cut that crap out (laughs) you're like peace out scary movies out (laughs) yes so i don't like none of it zero do not allow it in my home like none of it because i'm i believe that it opens up your house to it have i told you what happens to me whenever i do watch scary movies you say no the whole time no what my okay so my natural reaction obviously is to just disbelieve everything where i'm like that's all fables Mm -hmm. but my second reaction is that i laugh you have told me this and so like roller coasters i don't scream i laugh the whole time i laugh at everyone else screaming (laughs) and then um i don't watch scary movies that often i think scream actually kind of scared me yeah um whenever i was younger but then like as an adult 
and feeling like I needed to protect myself from things, laughter became my just self-defense. That's a nice way to say it or yeah. deal with it. Yeah. And so I just laugh. And but it offends people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I have to fig- work on that just because um, Kyle's best friend, he like doesn't like scary movies, but he loves this one scary movie mm-hmm. and it's insidious. Yeah. And I watched it. And you laughed the whole and time. And I not, not the whole time. I was like, this is good. Like I can get behind it. It's fine. Whatever. But then as soon as they showed the devil, <laughs> it was just these puppet hooves like stomping. <laughs> Sorry if I'm ruining Insidious for someone, but like it was just like laughable yeah. at like the fact that it was made in like 2012 or 13 and like these puppet hooves are just like stomping at you and I'm like come on and it ruined it for him now you know he did get upset that I was laughing though (laughs) he was like this is a really good movie and I was like this isn't saying it's not a good movie but maybe they could have spent a little more of their budget on some better money on this or because like the devil is scary but that's not scary (laughs) What is it? A horse? The devil? A A buffalo? Is it Elmo? It could be anything. (laughs) Uh, So the story continues. The saga continues, though. That's not the last weird spiritual thing in my life. So like I said, I've always been afraid of the dark until we got married. I spent some time working in inner city Arizona with um, like a lot of um, immigrants Mm -hmm. and... They're all very strong culturally Catholic from Mexico, way different spiritual stuff there, Mm -hmm. like and things that they've seen and done. So actually, Aaron met me during this time. I lived in the neighborhood. We called it the neighborhood. Um, And the house just like weirded me and my two roommates out from the beginning. Like Mm -hmm. just like none of us talked about it with each other, though. Um, And also to make things way scarier, one of the roommates I had sleepwalked and I wasn't close with I was not close with her I wasn't actually very close with any of the roommates any of them um and she literally said don't wake me up if I'm sleepwalking because I, I can be violent so I would like sleep with my door locked all the time uh, yeah just like, like triple locks like what if she yeah. came in here so I'm just gonna some of this stuff might not freak you guys out but I feel like it all adds to what it. if she pulled an Amanda where have I told you this where no. I'm sometimes half asleep and as a kid, like, I would kick in my sleep. Uh-huh. And I, in high school, was, like, sleeping next to a girl. And I, like, was half awake. And I just kicked her. Oh, you have told me and that. And then I have, like, just You're kicked all, Kyle. Sweat. And I was, like, and Kyle woke up the next morning. He was, like, did you know that you kicked me? And I was, like, oh, no. I did. Oops. Oh, sorry. my bad. So <laughs> what if that person was just, like, yeah, I sleepwalk. Don't wake me up. <laughs> Don't I'm wake violent. Me up. <laughs> How scary is that, actually? <laughs> Who does... <laughs> That's, that's so very weird. weird. That's horrible. Okay, okay. Keep going. So <laughs> that that's already just scary. Yeah. Um, so also like a couple things would happen. So the kids would be afraid of things in general because, mm-hmm. like I said, there's like weird spiritual stuff all around, and I feel like if you're more open to it, you see it more often. Totally. Whether it's subconsciously your brain's just making it happen, or if it's actually real, I don't know. I lean towards probably being real. So, um, like. I mean, it's really sad, but there's like a corner where someone got shot and the little girl would be like, I like to go there. Am I like, I like to feed my bunnies on that grass where the person got shot and stuff like that was just like all around. Um, So one night 
we're sitting on the couch and everything's locked up because it's a it's a bad neighborhood yeah. like there's definitely a lot of crime and especially um we were three white girls living in it um which is kind of a spectacle mm-hmm. in the that type of a neighborhood amazing people but also yeah so, just like any other hood um so the door flies open and this dog or it was like our my roommate's dog that she only let live outside runs in um, and we're like, I know I locked that. So we close it. I left. My roommates are sitting there. The door is wide open again. Out of nowhere, it had been locked. It was a dead bolted door. So somebody from the inside had to unlock it. But there is no one but my roommates inside. And the dog runs in. So then now everybody's walking around. We're all walking around everywhere with knives because we're terrified yeah. someone's in our house. Yeah. And we're like, what the heck is going on? And there was this weird kitschy lamp that one of the roommates had that kind of looked like it could be in like um, Little Shop of Horrors. Like it was uh-huh. a super kitschy lamp. And the kids would be, a couple of the kids were like scared of it, which kind of makes sense because it's like kitschy, yeah. but they'd be like, I don't like that. You need to put it away. Like would not come in the room with it. Interesting. Weird spiritual stuff. I think the whole house was just weird. Yeah. Um. So finally, one night, our roommates were all sitting down and we're like, this is really freaky. Um, have you experienced anything? And one of our my roommates said, I was doing my hair in the mirror and I saw a shadow behind me. Yeah. And I believe like something weird's here. We all start talking. And the whole time I had thought that one of my roommates was like sleepwalking because you could hear footsteps. But it was like in the ceiling kind of. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like, have I told you this? Mm-hmm. It felt like <laughs> no. It felt like maybe they were in the attic, which is weird. Uh-huh. But I would like rationalize myself out of it that they're walking. It's an old thrashed house that we yeah. made cute, but it was old in like a dilapidating yeah area. So I'd be like, yeah, she's probably just walking around or like getting water out there. Something's going on. But then my neighbor or my roommate was like, yeah, I keep hearing like someone walking around at night my roommate that's it then the other roommate so there's three of us said i've been hearing it too and all of us thought it was each other but it was not any of us so we started texting each other when we would hear it yeah so all of us would be awake listening to something and we called it the the person in the attic because you would hear someone like running around in the attic it sounded like and i was terrified like what if it's a real person running around yeah. in the attic cuz the door was open it's true but we in our stupidity looked up there with our knives and there's no one up there so we just called at it at night or during the day it was during the day but we called it the person in our attic there's nothing up there i don't know how someone would have gotten in every other night and done that yeah um and why would they be just running around maybe it was a know. raccoon maybe it was, it was sounded, a trash panda it sounded like if i was running around your house yeah Like it would not, it sounded bigger than like Topanga and Corey. Yeah. It sounded like a human. So after I met Aaron, we were just friends and I was texting him like, I'm terrified right now. Just an FYI. Yeah. I'm listening to something running around and he was like, I'm moving you out tomorrow. He's my friend. (laughs) And he showed up and moved me out of that house the next day. He's like, that's freaking scary. And Uh, you're not living there anymore. And I left. There's so many stories like that. It's just funny that like, I don't like all this stuff like my chest is tight listening to you at the moment but like my one of my favorite podcasts is my favorite murder and I listen to like real murders and I grew up watching like unsolved mysteries and cold case files and 
Dateline and right. 2020, all that stuff. And so things like that don't bother me. But, but spiritual it's like stuff. spiritual stuff does. And they have a, a like mini sode where people like ride in. And there's so many things like this. And not to scare you, but there definitely have been people, people that have lived in other people's ceilings. I've seen that. I've seen it. I mean, I was convinced yeah. it's a person and yeah. there's nothing there. Maybe. Or one, this recent one was that it was a flying squirrel family that lived in someone's attic and like things were like being moved in their house or things were like being taken and it was like a family of flying squirrels that is hilarious and how they found it was that like the mom heard something in her daughter's room and she opened the door and this little squirrel (laughs) (laughs) okay well that's a way less insidious uh way to think about it maybe it was flying squirrels squirrels, but it sounds like it was for sure something something else it just the whole I can't explain it. I don't know if any of our listeners have ever been like around a culture that's so immersed in like weird spiritual things. Weird is a weird, weird is a bad way to say that. Like just more a culture that's more in tune with or Mm -hmm. open to spiritual things happening. Very strange. And it's a totally different ballgame. Yes. It's creepy. I, um, so I did work at a clothing store after I graduated with my master's. I needed a break. Sorry, I'm drinking a sparkling water. I know, both um, of us just keep... And the place that it was built was one of, like, the first hospitals in Lubbock. Uh, and so it had turned from a hospital into a hotel, into, like, a kind of a country club thing. And then it sat empty for a while, and then it became this store. So it was, like, just to, like to give you kind of a, an idea of it, it's, like, the store, you walk in... It's just the bottom level, but there's an upstairs and then there was like a big room where concerts used to be Uh that they covered and it was the pool at one point. So it was like a pool and then it became like a wooden like space and then you would go upstairs and you could look into the like area and then there were all rooms and they were like sweet kind of rooms. So it was like... You walk into the room and then you go upstairs and then there's bathrooms mm-hmm. in the bedroom. So it was like a living room, kitchen kind of thing. Go oh. upstairs and then there this was This was like, a hospital at one point? Yeah. And then they converted it to a country club, okay. like yeah. a hotel or whatever. Um, The bottom area was more kind of like you could see where it was like a, ho- or a hospital at one mm-hmm. point, like rooms and stuff. But... We had to like, so the bathrooms all still like no water was there, but they would like start smelling. And so you had to put water in them to like make them flush so that they would stop smelling. And that was always my job. (laughs) Fun. Um, Girl, I love that. I went to school for so many years. Yeah, for so many years to go do this. Um, But everyone, because everyone was so scared like to go up there because everyone had heard so many stories about it being haunted or whatever you know and so i was just like it's fine i'm not scared of something spiritual i'm scared of an actual human yeah if it's squatting up here yep like there could definitely be but there would be like times where we'd be walking and then like a pile of shoes would just like fall over because there was like anything that didn't sell for like warehouse stuff like went upstairs right so it was just shoes and clothes and whatever up there and would just like fall over but then anytime like i would go in there i would like sprint away (laughs) I would go like have to go up to these stupid rooms, climb up these steps with my Mm -hmm. flashlight because there's no electricity in there. Yeah. And then do it. But I was always much more scared of an actual human. Yeah. Just kind of come out and like attack me. Yeah. And no one would be able to hear me because there was music on in the store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Both are 
scary. Yes. I think it would be scarier to have it be a real human living in our attic. Yes, it would. <laughs> because then you'd a be like... A spirit is like, come at me, bro. I yeah. got Jesus. Yeah, like exactly. No, and I wish I didn't say that just now because that freaks me out that I said that it. You, we can cut that out so yeah. that the demons don't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we got to cut that out. <laughs> Do not come at me. I'm not <laughs> testing anything. But... I feel less afraid. I just love that my solution was like, we'll cut, cut it. it out. The spiritual word world doesn't listen to our podcast. It's true. They're like, no. <laughs> they have way more scary things to do than listen to. Yep, oh, I did that. Oh, that's funny. Uh, um, yeah, no. I, um, yeah, no, I would be petrified of it having was a real person coming at me. But I've always thought about what would I do? <laughs> and you would yell, Jesus. In Jesus' name, I rebuke you. Oh, well, like a real person. Oh. Spiritual, yes. <laughs> I got that thing on lock after that first Yeah, thing. you're like that first sleep paralysis yep. being held down. Um, that's my biggest fear is like I'm claustrophobic. And so the idea of not being able to move or being feeling like confined or something like that, that's yeah. like my biggest fear. Yeah. I hate it so much. Going down a water slide where you can't see anything, I can't breathe. I the did dark it once. ones? Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, full black scary. ones, I can't do it. I don't know what I would do as an adult now. I mean, we all know about the story where the hair was falling in front of my eyes. Oh, and, yeah. I was on that, and now that I'm on another antibiotic, who knows? <laughs> I hope so many more stories come out where you're just like, I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> so I have more. I know you do. That's why I'm like interjecting at what I can, but I know there's more stories. <laughs> I'm interjecting to calm my spirit and yeah. then I let you Give keep going. Break. I wonder if this translated as scary as I felt like it was. Probably not. I'm being very candid. Everything is always like anything where you're like, and then we heard steps in our attic <laughs> and then I don't know what they are. Yeah. It translates to effing scary. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the next one I'm going to tell and try to keep it a little more anonymous. Um, but I experienced this along with a family. So I was watching um, a friend's kids and um, they started, uh, the little girl started waking up crying like hysterically from nap. And so I was kind of thinking this is a nightmare or these are sleep tears, which is so sad. Yes. Night tears. Um, I walk in and she's actually out of her bed and like cowering in the corner. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm like holding her and calming her down. I put her in a bath with lavender. Yes. Um, and I'm after she's calm, I just started like casually talking to her, trying to like have her talk through what she's doing. So I'm like, so what what's going on like what did you are you seeing anything when you're scared and she said yes and I said well what are you seeing is it a person and she said yes um I said is it a mean person or a nice person so this little girl was like two or yeah. three at the time a mean person or a nice person and she said mean and I said what do they do they talk to you and she said no watches me <laughs> so I got up immediately and walked in the room and said in jesus name i rebuke you you (laughs) are not allowed in this home and freaked out um and then uh they actually don't believe in jesus in their home yeah but i would sit with the little girl and say like i'm gonna pray over this room with you like that's what i believe um and that's what helps me not be scared so i would teach her like if you're afraid or if you see something mean you can say jesus um for protection so we we went over that but during the same time 
um, another child in the home was like seeing like shadow figures at night uh-huh. walking around and she but she wasn't afraid she was just like ugh they keep waking me up yep <laughs> and I would actually feel like physically ill sometimes walking down the hallway Ugh. Um. so yeah I did a lot of Jesus in Jesus name I rebuke you in that home yes. and I, when I would house it I would be afraid too and then in Jesus name I would rebuke it <laughs> Just in case anybody out there is wondering, that's my goal. Like my, not my goal, my fix all for all of it. It's just in Jesus' name, I rebuke you. I don't know if it's because I, maybe I am more intuitive that I have so many stories. Uh, I think you do. And I think I'm also like very open to believing them. So if someone's like afraid, I'm like, I'm not like, oh, it's just nightmares. I'm like, so why? And I like talk through and try to find if there is something. Anyone that I know that is more in tune with like discernment or like just like intuitive or whatever. They have those stories. They have these stories. (laughs) Like um, one of like my friends that I've talked about a lot, Jaylee, like she's very in tune with like her spirituality and like things like that. And Mm -hmm. she has a ton of stories and she's very intuitive and she's very like connected. And I'm sure Caitlin has a ton of stories. And so I think it's mm-hmm. just like people who are more connected to it. Like I cut myself off. Like I'm not that person at all. So I think for sure if there are things around me, mm-hmm. I'm literally giving them the big middle finger. Like, hey, I don't even care. Which is actually probably the better thing to do. Yeah. So <laughs> for sure, I do did remember Kyle has a story. Ooh, let's hear it. Um, it was whenever he was living in Lubbock with his brother and they were living in these apartments that I um, actually ended up living in, but not the same one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like home in the middle of the day and like Dayton was at work and Kyle was like laying in bed and he like opened his eyes and he had like shut his closet door. And his closet door was open mm-hmm. and he like was just laying there. And then he said that he saw a man like walk no. down the hallway and then go into his closet and shut the door. No, yeah. no, <laughs> no. Yeah. That's, that's my response. No. Nope. No. Yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> I believe it, but no. Yeah. Whenever he told me that, I was just like, F no, we're getting barn, barn doors. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Only sliders yes. for this. I was like, nope. Uh, because my automatic response was like, I don't think you're lying, but I'm like, what the F? That's no. terrifying. Yeah. And so he just laid there. Yeah. Why and then is as that? soon as like the door shut, he got up and like sprinted out of the apartment. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know why, why I remember being little and being like, so scared. I actually remember this too. When I was really little, this is so dumb. But I could swear there was like, I called it like a blue devil that would like be in my room. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, eyes closed. If I don't move, it's not going to know I'm here. I would just stay as still as possible. Like, it doesn't know I'm here if I don't move. Did you do that when you were little? If you were ever afraid, just be like, stay as still. As an adult, if there's a freaking serial killer in your house, do not just stay as still as possible. (laughs) Get the F out. You're just like, if I don't move, they won't know I'm here. They don't know I'm here. (laughs) That was always the solution. Right. Or just like put your head under the cover so you can't see it. Uh, My, I was always petrified. I don't know why. And I still kind of do this to this day. I think it like maybe stems from the stories of people hiding under your cars and like slitting your Achilles. Achilles. And so I think in my head, I like had heard that as a kid or something. And um, 
I if like I had to turn my light off at like from the door and then I didn't have a lamp next to my bed. Uh-huh. And so whenever I would do it, I would jump from wherever I was to my bed. So because that no one I, could come out from under your bed. Because I felt like someone was going to grab me from underneath my bed if I was able to walk over there. Nope. Nope. I never nope. thought anything was like, it didn't feel like anything was under my bed. I think it's just because I consumed myself with mm-hmm. murder stories as a kid <laughs> that I was like, there's someone going to be underneath my bed and they're going to grab my ankle. But if I hop, they can't get me because there's no ankle to grab. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of kids, I feel like I would have done yeah. something like that with like the boogeyman under the bed or yeah. whatever. So creepy. Yes. I remembered something else. What? That I didn't necessarily experience, but Aaron's whole family experienced together. What? And I do, I still think it's spiritual. Like I was like, nope, not happening. Jesus be here. And it was just fine. Yeah. But nobody, like I would sleep in the scary room. So Aaron's parents used to live in this amazing tri-level house. It was beautiful. It wasn't super old, um, but his mom would always... No, it was not his mom first, his niece. When she was little, she would like see a little boy there um, and she would like ask about it and it was weird. And his mom would talk about like, yeah, I'll talk to the little boy. Like I'll see the little boy. And then they found out that a little boy had actually died there and he was like haunting their house and the whole family knew about it. And for a while, like a bunch of family members were there, like a house was being built. So a bunch of family members were all living in this, it's a giant house. Yeah staying in it while their house was being finished and no one would sleep in the downstairs bedroom which is where his grandparents lived when they were there uh-huh um and his grandma's still alive today because one time so they had cameras in that room from when his grandparents were there his in case grandma. they fell or yes exactly like that. um and like they had in in home like care so they yeah. could watch the nurses totally. and, so they were all the whole family was gathered around looking and there was like orbs shooting around the room and then my father-in-law like walked in and prayed in Jesus' name and they all went away. Yeah, so And they were watching it on the thing. And I would just go sleep in there. <laughs> you were like, guys, I'm fine. Well, and the thing that's weird is that I feel like I am so sensey to yes. like spiritual stuff. And I felt like nothing dark. Yeah. Nothing. So. Well, maybe so if like the little boy was there, he wasn't haunting. He was just trying to hang out. I mean, that's still haunting. I mean, it's just not bad haunting. It's just not <laughs> He's not going, ooh. He's yeah. going, hey, guys. Yeah, still weird. What's up? I was like, since I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in spirits, I was like, just don't talk to it. Yeah. Because we don't know what it is. Yeah. Then they moved. So, <laughs> oh, yes. One more. What? The cross. The so, cross. Aaron and I moved into his grandparents' house. And the first night we stayed there after, so his grandparents weren't there anymore. It was just like a family home and they let us live there for a few years. It was gorgeous. So nice of the whole family just let us stay there. Um, And we were gifted this cross that had like a Bible verse. It was um, personalized. They're all very culturally Catholic. So that's like a very thoughtful gift from them. It is very much. Um, So we put it on the wall in the dining room and we're sitting in our room and we hear this crash and... Aaron runs out and I was like immediately freaked out. Obviously. Uh, which we, I didn't know what it was yet. I just heard a yeah. crash. So I'm scared. Aaron runs out and the, the cross was across the room broken in half. Yeah. Like it did not just fall off the wall. It somehow flew across the room and Aaron was like, not in my house, mother 
like just cussed out whatever evil thing was there and then like prayed and cussed a lot and then it was gone and I felt fine forever after that. I felt fine. Yeah. But that is the last thing I have to tell. The last scary thing from me. The last scary thing from Jonna. Nothing has happened since. That was it. Which is surprising. I know. You know? Yes. I don't want to like say what I was going to say because then what if I'm like bringing something up for you? (laughs) (laughs) But I, I mean, I have always been scared because my house is, was built in 1929, but I have like checked multiple times that no one has ever died here per the records. Right. You're just like, just in case. I have no idea in our apartment. I know that's what I was going to say is that your apartments are so old I've never felt weird in our apartment, which is... I've never felt weird in your apartment. Which is so weird to me because there's been so many different people that have lived there that could have brought any of their junk. I do believe that the things... Like we pray over any place that we ever live. Yeah. Um, Because I do believe the things that people bring in stay in. I don't know. These are all things that I have just come up with on my own. Have no merit to them beyond. I think a lot of people believe that. Yeah. Like they, I don't know if it's energy or what it is, but it's like brought into the space and then it's just there. I guess that's why you would use sage. It is. And I just use prayers. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's what people do with the sage. It's yeah. Like, it's like cleanse the bad you, out. Well, no, you do it. And then you like, it's because it's a Native American practice. And so you would like smudge and then you would go lay it at an altar and you would pray to like the spiritual well, God that you're yeah. like, or trying to connect to, yeah. to like protect and change and heal oh. anything that's there bad. Yeah. So it's basically what you would be doing, but you would be praying to Jesus versus yeah. going to whatever yeah. their thing uh, is. I definitely didn't do that, just FYI. I'm not in tune with that kind of <laughs> spiritualness. I just smudged, put it down, and that was it. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird, weird world we live yeah. in. I did. I was reading. Um, I told Amanda, and I don't think I'm going to do it, but I was reading some scary stories from parents on Instagram, and one of the moms commented i don't have any scary stories yet but i just looked out my window in our new house we moved into in galveston texas is on the ghost tour <laughs> and she's like nothing's happened yet but now i'm terrified because people are outside my house like getting told something in the ghost tour that's amazing there's so many ghost tours like in san antonio there's yeah. a ghost tour and then that's i mean galveston makes sense too with like everything that happened down there and then um, in Durango, Colorado, I'm sure there's for sure like so there's a hotel called the Strader uh-huh. Inn, and there's supposedly a room that's like haunted. Sometimes if you look up, if you see like the curtains move or ghost whatever, it's like you. the ghost watching you. Um, but mm. I think you can stay in the room. I'm but, sure you can. Yeah, I'm positive you can. There's a hotel in Jerome like that. Yeah. Is there? Do you have more to say to the Durango one? No, I've never been in the room. <laughs> Nor will you go. <laughs> Nor, Nor will, will I you be go. there. <laughs> there's one. So there's a little town in um, Arizona called Jerome. Uh-huh. It's really cool. It's like got a lot of like winery stuff. It's it it used it's a ghost town and uh-huh. now it's thriving again because it was really big during like the mining days. Uh-huh. So now it's just like a little bit of a, a very eccentric. Like you kind of get a weird vibe just going because it's eccentric art artist community. Yeah, totally. And it's up on this mountain. Beautiful. Um, but like there's like dilapidated ruins from like the early 1900s that was like the town jail. And stuff yes. Like that. So there's this like gorgeous um, Jerome. 
I want to say it's called the Grand for some reason because all of those hotels are called the Grand. It was this really beautiful hotel in the early 1900s that used to be an insane asylum that they changed into a hotel. This is like in the early it's 1900s. Like, so it wasn't for a purpose of like yeah. ghost tours. It was yeah. just like, oh, we have this building. Let's do this. Yeah. And you can go into it. So supposedly a bride was left at the altar, something like that. And people will say that they can see her ghosts like wandering the halls crying. And, crying. and she oh. killed herself. <gasps> so sad and terrifying. So there's like this haunted hotel where like the bride will haunt it and she's just like weeping. That reminds me of like Moaning Myrtle or... It is um, like that. Who who was the other one that would like always just be crying? There's another one that like not Ravenclaw, but the like daughter or granddaughter of Ravenclaw or something like that. It's not Moaning Myrtle? No, not Moaning... There was another... There was another like ghost that they have to talk to to try to figure out like where the crown was. I don't know. It may have been Moaning Myrtle. It's been so long yeah. since I've read the books. Um, but they, if you go into the, like the lobby, they have like giant binders of guest photos and guest experiences where people will write down, this happened to me in this room on this day. And it's just like, it, like firsthand accounts. It's so scary. <laughs> what if? Sorry. If people were just making all of it up. No. I think that people like are writing what they think, potentially see or yeah. they could be like, oh, I'm going to write People this. go and amazing. do seances. Oh. There's like pictures of them setting up seances. I'm like, what the F are you doing? You're like, you're inviting so much darkness. Yeah, why? <laughs> because they want to connect. Yeah, they want to know. Totally. Everyone wants to connect to a spiritual element somehow. We're all, because we're created to yeah. be connected, that it's like everyone is searching I would like to just something. connect to like the trees. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. No, thank you. No you humans. No, thank you. No, no humans. No, no, no. Um, no, I was just going to say, what if I like came in and I was like, I have such a sad story that's like really scary and dark to tell you. And you were like, tell me. And I was just like, okay, so it starts with this guy or this little boy. He got left with his aunt and uncle that kept him in a horrible closet underneath stairs and his mom and dad they were murdered right in front of him and she even like tried to like save his life and you're talking about harry potter Potter. (laughs) (laughs) i was like it took me until when i said and you're talking about harry potter to really when you said she tried to save his life i was like yes okay it's horrible it is i should have just like come in with like the like a story where I'm like, this happened to me. <laughs> this, this actually happened this to me. This actually <laughs> happened to me. And then I got a letter saying that I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. That would be way better, actually. Um, speaking of oh. Harry Potter, have you seen the like viral video of the high school dance team that did? So their homecoming, I'm guessing, is Harry Potter themed. Which is so cool. That's super cool. They're in Arizona, actually. It's this year. Uh-huh. And they're, I'm guessing it's their cheer, t- like their dance team and uh-huh. their cheerleading team, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. They did like an eight minute long performance to like the story of Harry Potter. That's cool. I'll have it's to watch it. really cool. Like I was like, yes, they, the music, like whoever did it is so cool. Like they intertwined like modern elements so they sit like they all do some dancing and then they do like the sorting hat and the person playing harry potter puts the sorting hat on and everyone's watching and it yells like gryffindor and then it starts that song that's like 
Welcome to my house. <laughs> That's and awesome. they like do dance. It's so good. But they That's... have a full staircase and like Ooh. steam. And I was like, this is awesome. Why didn't we do stuff like that? That's so cool. I'm going to have to for sure look it up. You do. Um, P.S. I did not know that Flo Rida. Yeah. His name is Florida. Because he's what? from Florida. Flo Rida. How are you supposed to say it? It's Flo Rida. But he but did it. Florida. No, he did it because he's from Florida. It's Florida. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you didn't you know something either. every day. <laughs> What's the thing? I'm today eight years old. Yeah, what Kyle was that? like, yeah, because he's from Florida. And I was like, what? His name is Flo Rida. Is he making like, that up? Did you Google it? No, it really is. Oh. Yeah. I hope that all of you guys got scared <laughs> from Jonna's stories. Yeah, actually... I think we should post a po- uh, like a post where people can write Please their scary stories. Please do. Because even though I don't like it, I will read them. I will read them for sure. Jonna will for sure read them. I will and read be them. be terrified. I might be laughing at you while I read them, but just know it's my defense mechanism. Yeah. Or DM us. Tell us your scariest stories. Yes. I'll stockpile them for a future <gasps> And then day. we'll write a, or we'll read them. <laughs> and then we'll write them. We'll write them. <laughs> and then we'll read them. Yes. In a future episode, maybe. Yeah. For sure. I feel like we we're going to need to do like a little update for Halloween. Our scary stories. Which, what are you guys going to be for Halloween? Oh, 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 oh. I'm not being anything. I'm never anything. Never anything. What's Dietrich? Dietrich's a light up pterodactyl. Nice. <laughs> What's Ellis? Did you decide? I haven't fully decided yet. So that means that I need to get on it. But the options are mm-hmm. if. Um, I want to do a family costume because I've never gotten to do that. Mm-hmm. And so it would either be Ellis is a trash panda. Mm-hmm. And so Jonna brought up the good idea of him being a trash panda. Mm-hmm. And so then we were like, he could be Rocket from Guardians, Guardians. of the Galaxy. I would be, um, what's her name? I don't remember. The green one. Gamora. Yep. And then Kyle would be Star-Lord. Yeah. Or my first thing was because we kind of already have most of the stuff. He would be Harry Potter and I would be his dead mom. <laughs> and Kyle would be his dead dad. That's actually funny. James and Lily. Yeah. That's what we might be. But I feel like you're like running out of years that you could make him a raccoon. That's true. Because he's actually going to want to be things soon. It's true. Like pretty much starting next year, he's going to tell you what he wants to be. Yeah. Because what was he? He was a gnome and then he was a shark. Uh-huh. And then he was another shark. And then he was another shark because he picked shark again. Yep. And then he was a dinosaur. And then yep. he was another dinosaur because he yep. picked that again. So... <laughs> You're running out of time, so you get to tell him what That's to be. That's true. I get to choose one more time what he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Because last year he was a narwhal. Which was adorable. It was adorable. With that little stupid horn. I know. What the heck? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I am heading out yes. to the pumpkin patch tomorrow and camping. And we'll be in a cabin all week. So. Probably scary things happening there, too. Hopefully not. I've never felt anything spiritually weird at the cabin. <laughs> no, I feel like they're... That's all... It's all nice. All nice. It's not really in the woods. <laughs> it's Big Bear. <laughs> I've just been watching a lot of true crime documentaries to get me in the mood, like you yes. said. And they do freak me out, but not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. I'm like, let me mm-hmm. dig into this. Because in that way, it's like you're seeking justice for things versus mm-hmm. like feeling like it could ha- like spiritually. Yeah. Or like you. trying to understand their brains and stuff, which yeah. is very weird that we're all fascinated by that. Yes. But. It is. Hey, what can you it's do? It's because we don't understand how someone could do that to another person whenever you don't have that weird brain thing. Weird brain thing. Okay, last thing. What? As the Howard Stern show. Uh-huh. Um, so Aaron walked in yesterday and he's like, 
Hey, did you know a person that claimed to be a serial killer called into Howard Stern? What? Yeah. So in 97, this is my last story, then we're going. We're going. This is our peace out. Yes. Uh, you can Google it and watch it on YouTube. A guy claiming to have killed 12 prostitutes calls into Howard Stern just to talk about the fact he did it. And it, they're all sociopaths. Yeah. And it was really, really sad and weird and fascinating how, because they don't, you don't know who's calling you. No. Um, so they act so calm the whole time. I wish I could find an interview of them talking about it afterwards. Yeah. Like, what the F just happened? Because you know, at the moment you're like, what? I'm sure there has to be something. Where, like, I just imagine us, we would be it. like, but they're trying to keep him on the phone. Mm-hmm. So they're like making really light of everything. Like, yeah. Okay, man. Or like, they're not yeah. goading him, but they're like, what, what, what's your childhood like? Like, why do you think you do this? They were asking yeah. questions like that. And then like casual, he'd be like, I mean, I'm sure you like, do you like do drugs or do you have like a lot of tattoos? And he was saying stuff like that. And I was like, dang it. That's brilliant. Right. Cause he got so much information on this guy. So where would you do it? Yeah. He's like, where are you going to do that? Like, where do you get, how do you get away with this? Where are you doing these types of things Yeah, to like, pinpoint more details and apparently the fbi called him the next day and like took all the information from him because they were like what but 12 people and he called in and just like casually casually talked to him about it that makes me so sad it was sad and interesting and if you want to continue on your murdery self (laughs) which amanda's obsessed with my favorite murder i am not that they need another plug because they're gigantic they're podcast. They're huge. They don't but... need us to plug them at all. I'm also listening to the third season of Serial and it's all about Did like, it start? It did it get here? When? Six episodes ago. What? Yeah. I am so behind. You're so behind. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I Do can't Do you know wait. what the season's about? No. What's it about? It's about um, her talking about like one courthouse in Cleveland, like everything that's like going on around this like courthouse. So then it's talking about the judicial system ah. and it's talking about like, it's so interesting. Okay. It's that's really going to be what I do You're going to be week. angry during like one of them. For sure. And also making a murder. The second season comes out soon. Oh, interesting. Which see, I don't know so if you watched things. that, but I did. I did. We'll see what happens with Stephen Avery. Dun, 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 dun. So many thoughts. I know. And the staircase. That's another good one to watch. Oh, yeah. For all you people who don't want to watch spiritually dark things, but want to watch things that freak you out, watch all these murders. And watch Evil Genius. Evil Genius was the scariest. It was. Hands down to me. Scariest. Because they got away with it, pretty much. Pretty much. And she was, I mean. She's horrid. Yeah. I also think she's literally disturbed. Like, she's so mentally disturbed. She shaved her own eyebrows off. So, yeah. Which immediately I was like. Amanda's eyelashes. <laughs> My eyelashes, but I didn't. <laughs> We've talked about it before. I'm not her. You're not her. I'm not her. Um, but yeah, that I feel like adds to her scariness. Yeah. I don't know. I've been watching uh, clearly so many. I also just watched another documentary on Amazon Prime uh-huh. called The Woman Who Wasn't There. Ooh. And it's about this lady who, in it's like she lied and carried this whole lie through her through like six years that she had been at 9-11 and in the towers when the Mm -hmm. planes hit and she actually became like the president of the survivors association and was like doing but she did like a lot of amazing things for 9-11 survivors and she would always like her story was really terrible like her arm was barely hanging on and she was saved by this guy in a red bandana and like her fiance was in the tower next door and had passed away. 
and it was all a lie. And she'd gone so far as to like listen to other p- survivors' stories. And like there was a guy that had saved people with a red mm-hmm. bandana. I, and I remember hearing she that. spoke at his funeral. Yeah. That's what I've been doing gearing up for Halloween. It's yes, just watching all these weird documentaries. Watch all of those. And then if you really want a scary movie, there's this other movie out there. It's about these three witches that come back. <laughs> Zachary. And like one of, like they turn a little like guy into a cat. <laughs> a little guy. A little a guy. Cat. Zachary Binks. Yeah. <laughs> if you feel like watching. If you like watching. It's about ghosts and it, the spiritual world. It's actually scary. It's actually scary. Just portrayed by Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so, if anyone who doesn't understand what I'm talking about, watch Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and the other one is the nun from I don't Sister remember. Act. Yes, yeah, Sister Act. And that's all I know her from is oh, that's the nun from Sister Act. Yes. So <laughs> it's perfect. Um, and there's so many other scary movies. If you guys want to actually watch a scary movie, Kyle watches literally all of them. So I yeah. have so many recommendations. I heard some really great things about the haunting on a hill house or something like that. It's like the big Netflix banner right Ooh, now. Uh-huh. Um, and I can't bring myself to do it, but I've no. seen a lot of social commentary on yes. it about how it's actually showing, um, the different ways that we process grief and let things go. And it's like g- traveling through like all of these five kids who are dealing with grief in this terrifying house. But the way that the scary things confront them is supposed to be different. like a metaphor for Ooh. grief. Not that I'll be watching it because it's evil. If but someone else watches it, let us know yeah. how it is, please, because I will never watch it either. Yeah. Nope. I'll I be watching Great, Great British. British. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's like, nope. <laughs> Absolutely true. Oh, the um, Stacy, my boss yeah. at Pure Bar Woodland Hills, um, she has been like, I can't sleep. And I've just been like on this like 90 day fiance like kick. And I can't stop watching it. And it's just like, whatever. It's a stupid life or TLC show. It's like Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. They have oh. never met. And then they, they decide if just, they want to get married at the end. Yeah, I think so. Or, yeah. Or they're engaged and then they get married. What? In 90 days. Um, but I have no idea. I don't know what. I don't watch it. But I was like, you need to watch the Great British Baking Show. Mm-hmm. And then our friend Julie, she also was like, I'm not sleeping whenever David's not here. And I'm just watching the Fosters. I was like, why are you doing that to yourself? Watch the Great British Baking Show. And she started and probably so happy. I now. hope that everyone is. It's the yeah. most calming thing in the entire world it's so to nice. watch. It's so nice. I go to sleep to watching the Masterclass every night now. Yeah. There's another show. I can't remember what it's called, but it's on Netflix. And it's a, it's like in a similar vein. Sugar Rush. No. That one's good to watch too, yes. though. To check out. It's about... Um, British uh, restaurateurs that want to open restaurants and they have like this opportunity to get investors. So they get like funding enough to open a storefront for their ideas. And then they have like three different occasions to get these investors to invest in them. It's like a way more sophisticated version of Shark Tank, but specifically for for like really good restaurants. That's really interesting. Well, guys, we give you so much stuff to watch to scare you. Or to calm you down. Or to calm you down. We're here to give you everything. And then after you've listened to this episode, if you feel tight in your chest, which I was tight in my chest a few times, (laughs) 
Um, you can take some CBD oil. You can um, diffuse some lavender. Turn you on all the lights in your home. Turn on all the lights in your home. Rebuke things in Jesus' Rebuke name. Rebuke things in Jesus' name. <laughs> and then you can maybe take a little passion flower and all your anxiety will go away. And then away. spray some Valentia magnesium oil on you. And yeah. your whole life is set. Throw in a dental probiotic. Throw in a dental probiotic. <laughs> and you're all and set. And then you're all set. There is no way anything can hurt you at that point. <laughs> you have all, even the bad bacteria is gone. Even the bad bacteria can't hurt you. <laughs> all right, guys. I hope okay. you have a spooky but not too spooky Halloween. Yes. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.